Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And welcome to the NXT Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to review everything that happened on last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by the Dadly Boys to review last night's episode of NXT. Quite a lot of wrestling on this show. Too much bloody wrestling. Yeah. Not sure how I feel about it, but I was, I was rather entertained. Uh, I was less so. But oh. it, yeah, sorry. But it was... Um, Kind of momentous in a couple of key areas. Um, pretty significant pivot for a character that we've been friends with for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, which typically you would say, uh, you know, in terms of another development, uh, the mask stuff elsewhere on the show, like some really cool NXT developments. Guess where these characters have gone? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I've been left with quite a heavy heart after the, the particular vignette on this show. It was kind of the biggest takeaway beyond the matches. Didn't mind the tag. Women's yeah. Tag actually, but yeah. There was there were two spots that I was like yeah yeah in the two of the matches so I look forward to me putting those over and there was a vignette on this show that kind of broke my heart mm. but I was just it not only did it break my heart but for the first time in we're talking about a decade here where I would bargain with WWE I I have not taken the default oh, that's just what they do they disappoint you terrible wrestling promotion. It's ridiculous that they're as big as they are. Why are people buying tickets for this show? You'll always be disappointed. Just it's better to expect the worst from WWE. I've adopted this mindset for literally a decade at this point. If not longer. But then the responses to like CM Punk and Danny O'Brien. Like even when you knew it was kind of bad. And you knew there were better alternatives. You still held out hope because well, look how loud it is. They can't ignore this. They ignored it. <laughs> so ever since then, I was like, right, they, this company can't do anything right. And if it does do something right, it will never last. And I'll never go, oh, maybe this will happen. Well, you know, maybe if you let it play out, this will happen. I found myself, because I'm so emotionally invested mm-hmm. in one storyline in particular, which we will get to, I'm thinking, oh, maybe this means that this isn't dead and buried. A 10-year streak of cynicism. cynicism. <laughs> a 10-year streak of cynicism has been broken by one particularly ingenious storyline, but deep down I know it's and I know it's all over. Mm-hmm. 
I know the finish, the story. <laughs> I, I'm with you, and I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, we'll get to that in due course. Uh, so the show opens uh, with a recap of the draft that gutted their entire roster. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE has had, a, in general, a, a complete mess since WrestleMania 39 for me. Yeah, It's just, it's a weird, like, some choices, great. Obviously, we're really happy for the likes of uh, Pretty Deadly and Grayson Waller, for example. Um and Zoe Stark, another great example, actually. And then it just feels so random. Mm. And, and then again, me and Andy were talking about this on the news today. It is not like they're going, we can't can't take them because they're in the middle of something in NXT. It's back to OVW days. It's, what would that bloke look like, bald? All right, shave him, then they can deal with whatever happens on that. With uh, Except they're in control of it all. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, it's, well, it's not weird when he... It's like Vince has been involved. It's a very Vincean quality because, like, the champions. It's a tag team title match on the show where it's like, there's literally no good outcome here. Yeah. Well, we tried to book around it, didn't we, yesterday? Yeah, I, and NXT went nowhere near our no. station, which worries me in that, like, somebody there has told them, don't do what the boys in the podcast tell you to do because I think we've steered them well over mm. these last couple of years. It's almost like Vince is back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just looked, oh, I'll take the champions. In his mind, it's like, well, the best ones must be the champions, so I'll take those without giving any thought to anything. Yeah. It's very of that. We love revisiting the Lars Sullivan EC3 Lacey Evans window where he's got like going through these 8 by 10s I hate him, hate him, hate her, hate him. Paul, who the fuck did he hire here? He's big, I'll take him. <laughs> yeah, right, she's blonde, I will take yeah, him. her. It's one of those where, again, I, th- I think I've just fallen into a trap there where it's like, Vince must have done this draft there. Vince must have done this. That means it's bad. If it was goated, Triple H should have been cooking, obviously, and he hasn't <laughs> got anything to do with this. I think Vince wanted to call up JD McDonough. Maybe Triple H is just bad as well. Uh, no, nah, but I've figured that out. That's going to lead, that's going to matter in the tournament, the World Championship tournament. They're going to do like an Eric Angle bit in Finn Balor's match. <laughs> like, Aye. Cody's going to have like Finn Balor pinned. <laughs> it's not me, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Finn rolls him up. I actually like getting pinned. <laughs> Would Finn Balor say that? Oh, no, it's a non-union equivalent. J.D. McDonough just looks Cody down the eyes. Welcome to your Irish nightmare. <laughs> on the feud for three months. Uh, oh, so dear. The show <laughs> properly opened with a title match. Uh, Wesley, yet again, defending the uh, North American Championship. He's on the hell of a run here. Uh, they talked about him tying all sorts of records with this defense against Drew Gulak. Because obviously recently he faced the absolute best in Charlie Dempsey. <laughs> uh, and then they went, well, how about you have a better match with this <laughs> trainer, Drew Gulak. Um, and this match kind of went exactly as you anticipated it was going to go in terms of uh, Charlie Dempsey's there at ringside. And to be fair, for once, the babyface is smart and has Tyler Beat there to counteract the interference with Dempsey because he pretty much got involved straight away. Um, that allowed Gulak to take over and get a near fall. Lee fights back. They tease a big superplex. Uh, but instead, Wesley flipped backwards off the top rope and rolled through. Only to get hit with a great flying lariat from Drew Gulak. Um, again, Dempsey interferes. Pulls Lee off the apron. So Tyler Beard gets involved. Uh, jumps off the uh, ring steps and hits a flying uppercut. Uh, and then Lee, for the finish, uppercuts Drew, uh, Drew Gulak through the ropes. Uh, and jumps back in, hits that cardiac kick. One, two, three. Wesley retains. I really enjoyed this. These had superb chemistry, but we're saying that a lot about Wesley. So time to anoint him, him maybe, on this roster. Mm. He's not really having bad matches. Loving watching him work. He's that level in NXT where there are more 
Good matches is not a compliment anymore. We've been over this quite a lot. Oh, that was good. Like, it's just not a compliment now. It doesn't carry any weight. Everything's good. Yeah. And Sick of it being good. Despite NXT having loads of trash, like there is some garbage wrestling on this There's a show. profound problem that's happening as well, which we'll get to. There's quite a lot of good wrestling, typically. Nothing that makes you feel much, but like, oh, these are half decent. You know, they could go to Raw tomorrow and you'd not even notice. They're fine. <laughs> Wesley is one of the few that... Like, yeah, breaks that ceiling. Him, Nathan Frazier, Axiom, there's not many more. But, like, there's Wesley does it all the time. And NXT is experimenting with the types of matches they're giving him, the stages that he's working mm. on now. And I just think he's nailing it. I love... He's not quite on the Orange Cassidy level, but I'm getting, like, excited for his mm. title matches in the same way. He brings value to a belt. It's not a division, the North American division, but they're definitely these, like... It's still, to be fair, to NXT, like, a proving ground for who they might think could one day be a world champion, and he brings value to that with matches yeah. of this quality. Um, and I have really high hopes for the battleground match with Tyler Bate as well, because I don't know if you clock this, but I think there was a, a little hook drop. Well, well, I missed this. Right, so after the match, yeah. so Tyler Bate was there, obviously, as Wesley's friend. Mm -hmm. So you should feel no concern over their relationship. But Wesley held the belt up. It was like a split second. Yeah, I had to watch this back several times. And even then, like, slow down the footage. <laughs> Tyler Bate kind of glanced. It was a, a flicker, wasn't it? Fleeting Fine. moment at that North American title. Uh, and that kind of, like, indicated to me that he might want next. What? Check it back. I'll take your word for it. You're a good yeah, we went frame by frame, and there is at least one image. And I think that will rule, too. They bloody love that story, don't they? Do, they do, All these... Knobs <laughs> going, oh my god, did you see that? Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Tommy Champ, I was doing it in 2019, and people called it's it. Like, it's like the opposite of caught in 4K. Somebody could post like a really grainy screenshot. Oh, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a spot in this match where I just oh, cooed, cooed, purred in admiration. Oh my god, when I love wrestling when it's chess. Danielson and Bandido was such a great chess match. It was amazing. This obviously wasn't quite as good as that. There's a spot where Drew Gulak, anticipating, because it's a big, intricate chess game of strategy and homework, and it just makes it feel real, where he anticipates, right, Wesley is going to do a leapfrog here. So what he does is he does a forward roll, like well before you would ordinarily do that, to catch the leapfrogging Wesley and get him in a pinning combination. It was just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I say this quite often. Whenever something looks, A, cool, B, emotional, or C, like realistic, good, strategic wrestling, in of all places, NXT, it instantly becomes that much better yeah. because it's mm -hmm. NXT. And that was, oh, my God, that was wrestling chess, and I loved it. And I have to go back and watch that, though, because... Post-match sounds interesting. <laughs> so you think maybe Tyler Bate, like you say, he's targeting a North American Championship match. Where do you think this match could take place? NXT Battleground. NXT Battleground, Wilborn. Where is that, sorry? Uh, NXT Battleground. But more. That's the new thing. Why? You're grounded. Battlegrounded. NXT Battleground. But more. <laughs> Dickhead. An absolute tosser. Hey. He's, he's relayed the exact process. Wait to, wait, to, wait to reveal our new t our new characters. Oh God, yeah. What? Can you remember this name? I've remembered one of them. He's up soon, isn't he? Raven himself. Later on this show. What are you talking about? 
We'll get there. Got to we'll be carried away on the preview. I'm sure, I'm sure we will. The preview. This may, glad you say now because this may well surprise you. Yesterday's preview went a bit off the rails. Okay. <laughs> Right, we get a video package of uh, that awesome spot last week where Bron speared Carmelo Hayes through a wall. Stupid, but also cool. Yeah, uh, and then the NXT tag champs, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire, they're using a Ouija board. <laughs> uh, the future's hard to predict. Just talk to Paula Cruz. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, they rely on spirits to guide them, which is taking them to SmackDown. <laughs> Uh, last night in NXT, they've got one more match. Uh, Katana and Caden have been the standard bearer of the NA- NXT women's tag division. Have they? Um, yeah. And they're going to win and be the standard bearer on all three brands. So I don't know what's happening with these tag titles. Just the main roster's got 400 belts. Half of them like, are the wrong colour. Yeah. It's going to be great, this. Uh, here comes Trick Williams, though, next. He walks down to the ring, wants to get no messing about, straight to business. Uh, he said Bron put his brother in the hospital. Mello's still banged up, but he's a fighter. That's been the case since they met at high school. Um, and uh, Mello's his brother, and no will ever be closer than these two. Um, last week, he moved Mello to eat, obviously, Bron Spear prior to the bit where he put him through a wall. That was just instinctual. He'd do it again if he had to. They're like Shaq and Kobe. Mello doesn't miss. Except when he does, and then Trick comes back with a rebound anyway. Anyway, here comes Bron Breaker. Um, he says um, he knows who the real tough guy is because he speared Trick and put him in the recliner, but he's still here whilst Mello's cowering away, still in hospital. Uh, NXT Battleground's going to be even easier than he thought. Um, so Trick's like, oh, okay, so you do accept the challenge for Battleground. Uh, Bron's like, well, first of all, <laughs> I don't want to represent any of these fans here. I love that he's still like, I still don't want to be a representative of this brand, but I do kind of want to humiliate Mello in his hometown. He got drafted, didn't he, Bron? No. He not? He did not. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christ. Um, and uh, he says uh, he Might wants... Might not have watched Raw. <laughs> he wants to trick to uh, send the message. <laughs> he goes to leave and Trick's like, well... Mello's watching. Why don't we settle this like men? Uh, Bron's like, there's only one man standing in the ring, and he put Mello in the hospital. Um, I'd hate to do the same with its mouthpiece. Trick says, I'm not just a mouthpiece. Um, um, Bron says, look, no one's respecting you. And he teases the match for tonight, but says, you know what? We'll do it next week as a preview of NXT Battleground. I'm going to break your ass in half. This build is so much better than the standard liver one. Yes. Exponentially. Because Trick's involved. Well, Trick, yeah. Mm. The panic is starting to disappear about Trick and Mello getting called up separately because I think this is quite a brilliant story they're telling. They are giving you all the clues that the split will happen here in NXT and it's becoming harder and harder to spot if Trick will be listening to all these things these heels are saying and be watching tape and being like, hang on, I'm there for you all the time, and, and, I, and turn heel off the back of that, or Mello will become arrogant and not give Trick enough credit for how much he's helped mm. along the way. I think they're doing it, like, earnestly, yeah. I think they're doing a really great job. That finish at Stand and Deliver was very committed, if nothing else, to the Trick and Mello story, and this kind of stuff here, it's not going to feed into, like, a split right now, but Mello will have several defences, and more and more you're going to be looking at how Trick figures in, what's getting said in the promos. There's the Apollo Crews, big up to Trick Williams later on. Yeah, like, I thought it was lovely, that. Really good. Like, 
Apollo Crews doesn't carry that much. Like, did you see how buzzing he was to get off NXT? It was like, <laughs> but you made it sound like you went back there by choice. Yeah. What I'm saying is he's not got loads of credibility. And yet, because of what you were saying to Trick Williams, you were kind of with Trick's story and you're like, oh, good for you, mate. Yeah, maybe in mm. a year's time you can get the call up. But what's Melo going to think about that? And where, like, how does that contrast with all this loyalty that you're pledging towards him? I'm really, really interested in how that's going to play out. I think they've got a good long-term idea for that. And as long as the main roster doesn't mess with it in terms of a call-up or something, I mm. think it's going to be fun to watch play out. This verbal segment was as WWE as it gets. Yeah. There's no angle here. There's no movement. Some progression, obviously. There's something happens for next week. They were just basically regurgitating the story beats at one another in a dueling exposition dump. And Trick Williams is so amazing that he makes it interesting and compelling. I love him so much. He can be a worker. And you have to be nowadays, you have to be a workhorse, a work rate gay. Then, oh my God, sky's the limit for that fella. Love him. Mackenzie's backstage with JD McDonough. Congratulates on him oh being drafted to Raw, but obviously he's got uh, a match for tonight. He says he's got a two decade long chip on his shoulder. Goes to cut more of a promo. Is he How great he is. Uh, when he gets interrupted by Heritage, Heritage Cup winner Noam Dar, who says, um, can you seriously injure Dragon Lee for me? Um, just so he doesn't get anywhere near this Heritage Cup. And JD says, you're a sneaky, slimy snake. Um, stay away, because if you piss me off, I'll take the Heritage Cup off you and take it to Ra. Can you imagine Ooh. the Heritage <laughs> Cup on what never? <laughs> What's the new guy brought with him? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I had to get ostracized in the locker room on day one. Yeah. Right, working up on my trophy. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then it was time for the Toxic Attraction grudge match. Oh, boy. Gigi Dolene versus JC Jane with uh, Gigi's little brother, Miles, watching from the front row. He obviously factored into it a lot. She was, you know, dedicating stuff to him. And obviously, Jane was taunting him when she was on offense on the outside. Um, that happens pretty much immediately. Um JC trips Gigi up, knocks her to the floor, hits her with a senton, talks trash to her uh, Miles, and then rolls Gigi in for a two count. Um, Gigi fights back, though, after ducking a clothesline. Some roundhouses, a thrust kick, and a clothesline gets her a near fall. Um, Gigi grabs JC in the corner for a German suplex. JC escapes, so Gigi hits her with a clothesline to the back of the head. Uh, they go out of the ring. JC gets sent into the guardrail, and the ring steps. Um, gets back in. Somewhere in all this, JC got busted open, which I'm never one for, to encourage this sort of thing, but did look pretty awesome, to be fair. Um, but in amongst all this, the cover of the sort of actual turnbuckles become exposed. Um, so as Gigi's getting back in, Jane smashes her into it, hits her with a pump kick. One, two, three. Post-match, another pump kick. Post-match beatdown, chucks her into the ring steps, puts the boots to her, and uh, yeah, all in front of poor Miles. I, yesterday, Sige, I posited the idea that Gigi's brother might not be young Miles, who appears maybe to be a shoot brother or at least an actor that looks convincing like he could just be a brother and that maybe it was going to be like a six-foot-eight jacked trainee that they were going to bring in as Gigi's yeah, storyline yeah. brother and did that like thing where you just, you know, you can just WWE a name out of thin air or thick air because it's WWE. It was like... Here's my brother, Brad Camden. Brad Camden. <laughs> he was going to be this big jack. So not Brad Dullin. No, not even Dullin. No, no, no. Wouldn't work like that in WWE. No. Nah. Wouldn't, wouldn't have the same surname. So I was a little bit disappointed to see Paul Miles. But I will say, 
because I believe him to be her shoot brother or a very good actor, he was kind of the best bit of this mm. because he looked like a victim, even if what was happening in front of him wasn't that much of a crime because... It's such a flat wrestling match. JC Jane acts out everything and performs absolutely none of it. Like, I just... The blood. You highlighted the blood, which did generate that, oh, blood, mm. it's transgression in WWE, especially when it gets left. So it's like, oh, that's, yeah, don't expect to see that. And I happened to be up late in the middle of the night for a small portion of this show, and it was while this was ongoing. Mm. And I, like, Twitter was in love with this. Side, by, side by side with Rick Baker straight away. Oh, my God. She, like, what a superficial, idiotic comparison. She leans into the piss take. She stares at her hands. That's not us doing the bit. It's not Michael <laughs> she's, she's corrupted. She stares at her hands. Hang on. That's what she did. Yeah. That, that knocking is more tortured than yeah, you're doing, isn't it? I know, it's scary. Really freaky. It's just, these two have had the... Hey, hey. That's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> just That's how I would describe it. I miss the um, JC Jane is walking bits of the toxic attraction. Here they come because she's got like six different faces just in case. <laughs> yeah. Which one does the camera want? They, like they've never really, other than the time that she accidentally booted her head hard against that door frame. Oh God, I which, forgot about that. Which ideally you don't want to see every week. They've never backed it up physically. And because of how hard they're lending on some pretty difficult subject, like source material. This didn't live up to any expectations. Just a was flat old wrestling match. Yeah. If you were to watch this, like, stripped of context, sans context, and you were channel hopping away on your Tuesday night, and you just watched two minutes of this, actually it would be impossible because WWE just berates you in your idiotic brain with the beats of the story. If you, like, you muted it mm. and then pressed up, on your channel guide, and you just saw this, you'd never in a million years think it was a grudge match between two people who not only kind of hate each other, there's not only like elements of betrayal, but they've really sort of opened up old wounds with like past traumas yeah. and a really uncomfortable story. You'd just think it was a wrestling match. A, a useless program this is. I don't know why I'm talking like Yoda, but it's a, <laughs> this is a useless wrestling program. Do you have the way the syntax slices? <laughs> We did. It's we a good alliteration, though. <laughs> I did it. I did it afterwards. We uh, we did get a proper grudge match following this, though, because it was me. the battle of the masks. <laughs> it was. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna have to be fast here. It was scripts. Pay attention, please. This <laughs> <laughs> is axiom. No. Look, right, if this is the end of Scripps R.I.P., and it might be, yeah. can we have another blast of that, please? Pay attention, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crang. <laughs> uh, oh, I miss Scripps. I will as well. I couldn't believe who it was underneath that. Yeah. couldn't believe who it was underneath that mask. I uh -huh. didn't see that one coming. No. Reggie. <laughs> You're telling me it's Reggie? All this time, but he was talking. He was talking like this. Pay attention, please. I am Reggie. <laughs> Roger. Uh, 
Fun mm. high flying affair. This, as anticipated, <sighs> was it? Uh, it was, you know, active stuff looks ridiculously good. Yeah. It was Commander El Hijo del Fikingo, basically in NXT. Uh, <laughs> goes up top. <laughs> Actually follows, gets elbowed down, there's a big moonsault for a two count. Imagine how good Kenny Omega and Reggie would be, though. Oh, yeah. Kenny Omega versus anyone is a dream match at this yeah. point. Other than maybe Jeff Cobb. That I'm underwhelmed like, a little bit. But it was intelligently crafted. Like Sasha and Reggie in the Thunderdome. Like Kenny and Reggie in it with the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like, magic. Um, fucking V-triggers him really hard at the yeah. end. Yeah. Uh, like some guys did here as well. Yeah. Well, there's one point where... Scripts is stomping on Axiom's head and calling him weak and pathetic. Uh, but Axiom fires back up, shots, drop kicks, uh, a knee lift, a belly to belly, goes up top, uh, leaps off, but Scripps hits a drop kick, um, runs in, but Axiom catches his boot, flips him, and hits a knee to the chin for a great near fall. Axiom sets up for his finish, but Scripps dodges it, takes him down, leaps into a super kick. Uh, Axiom gets back up. Golden ratio, one, two, three. And Axiom afterwards, you know, they've been through a war here, offers his hand to Scripps, um, who gets up and then attacks him, so Axiom unmasks him. And it turns out, who would have thought this? Scripps is the former Reggie what? in a ridiculous outfit. Fair enough for unmasking him as well. Axiom didn't, like... Want any more of the fight? And Scripps was a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. He's like, "You're massively out of your depth, pal," and I'm going to embarrass you for it. I just thought they dragged that out longer. I genuinely thought because this was all right. This was again these Reggie matches. I've always this is, been a, tri- this is a terrific individual performance from Axiom. Yeah, like he's the Cirque du Soleil guy. So what wrestlers can do, what with him, and that's not look on it like WWE's a variety show sometimes, and there's a place for those every now and then. Mm. So. I don't mind that, but I just, because this was half decent, I kind of thought, oh, they've found the right chemistry for now. They'll probably put the masks on the line. And it's axioms you want off, really, because, mm. like, you can, <laughs> you can unmask scripts anytime you <laughs> like. It's <laughs> just, just a nonsense character about nout, right? Axiom eventually is so great that you kind of want to have him get some identity back as a human being rather than this strange maths nerd with telekinesis powers, whatever it was <laughs> that he started with. So you, I kind of thought they were going there, but Scripps just played the dickhead. <laughs> like, you just, what is it, like, chat, get banged. That's <laughs> what happened to Scripps. You're definitely losing the swearing thing. And it's absolutely ridiculous that you think you won't. It's preposterous, man. You say, uh, I, I know Willborn. Willborn's not counting. Dad. I'm not he's counting. Not, he's not counting. Dad, who do you think is winning? I, th- I think the thing is, I think once, once you've sort of quite regimented both of you, and then once... The levy gets broken. He's worse. He gets carried away. Yes, you, you encourage him though. So ah, so that's worse. That means he's kind of putting more pressure on you to behave yourself, and you don't. That means that I'm the mature one that he trusts to behave himself, which I will take. <laughs> and this match was, you know, it's not good. It's great. not great. Ah. It's you know the physical timing Axiom shows is just sensational. Yeah, like, absolutely sensational. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'll say, like, he's, he, you know, he's an athletically impressive dude. The other guy's not a wrestler. He was in Cirque du Soleil, but he can't wrestle. And Axiom's, like, almost good enough for the both of them. Mm-hmm. Almost. <laughs> Time to go to uh, Fallon Henley's bar. The boys are back together. Uh, 
Brooks shows up and says, you know, sorry for everything that's happened. Josh Briggs is like, hey, you're all right. And uh, hell of a larry. What does he say? He said, uh, hey, 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 you all right. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's good, they're family. Um, and Brooks is like, thanks for not, you know, dropping me when I immediately betrayed you for the <laughs> love interest of mine. Uh, but Jen says, hey, wasn't all a waste. Learned a few things from uh, Kiana James, like how to do a business, apparently. The uh, land that this Barzon's worth some money could set you up for life. This is where I thought, oh, maybe this just a little... Cr- maybe he's a little bit of a, a sleeper agent. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like, bloody hell, you've changed. And then some sexy ladies come in and say, oh, hello, you. Like that, Tash. <laughs> and he's like, ladies, I appreciate the offer, but uh going to do me for a little while, basically. And uh, they go, bloody hell, haven't you grown up? That's not the end. It can't be the end. Well, Cody Rhodes loses main event of WrestleMania 39, right? It's pretty much the exact same thing to me in terms of crushing disappointment and that's how it ends mm. as Brooks Jensen rejects double blowjob. <laughs> oh, you know what I actually said out loud Go this on. morning? <laughs> right. I very rarely say anything out loud when I'm watching a wrestling program. Especially not this one in case yeah, yeah. the little boy walked. Daddy, what's that mean? You don't want to know. Sometimes I'll literally will animated sell and get and fist bump and get a little bit fired up like a little nerd in my living room. Sometimes I'll even tell something to piss off if mm-hmm. I hate it, like Matt Hardy. <laughs> More on that in the Dynamite preview Jesus later. Christ. Yes. <laughs> I have to save it for Rampage though, aren't I? No, we're talking about it on Dynamite today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when Brooks Jensen rejected a presumed double blow job because there was, there was, <laughs> there's two women and they're probably, you know, if they're both asking you for a drink, there's two scenarios. You think, well, one of them is going to like it'd be the sort of the wingman mm-hmm. scenario thing for the other, or they both one of it. Either way, there's a chance that Bruce Jensen is the implication that he's got his hole already. This is the bit I was like, we've we've skipped a chapter here. Is the implication that he's got his he's lost his virginity already, and now he's realised, look, my sex crazed antics maybe fell out fall out with my friends. Now that I've done that. No, I don't got no blue balls no more. Yeah, I can just, you know. So I don't like the fact that we haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) And I watched this. And with the same resignation as, ah, Cody lost. I I, I can't and can't believe they've done this. I said out loud as I watched this on my phone. Oh, so he's not even horny anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So now I can't even fantasy book the scenarios in which he tries to, you know, Chase love interests, and I don't care about the wrestling on the show. Kind of bored of good matches in general. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to do a will they won't they? It's one of my favorite bloody things. So we definitely doing away with the idea that he's trying to win Keanu James back. And well, that's the little mention of the hey, you could sell it, and it was like done with a bit of a wink and a nudge. But what if they were to sell it? And I'm then grasping it at out, anything right now. Yeah, like yeah. And, and who was the business behind the business? And then that's, this is why he's got to turn him down in the meantime. Also. Is he also realized well, the two women like 
you know, moles. The two women like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like patsies. Sent in by Kiana to, like, make well, him. No, him and Kiana both. Yeah, they ah, yeah. sort of pull the wool over the eyes of Briggs yeah. and Henley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, he's a changed man. He's turning down double blowjobs. <laughs> Therefore, he's trustworthy. He's got this whole erection thing out of his system. Because they're not trying to buy the bar now, are they? They're trying to buy the land. The land. It's like, sell the land, but you'll keep the bar. But who's... That's it. There's a, I, I'm t- you're it's telling it's, me there's a chance. It's probably finished. I was back. But now I'm thinking, like, well, you know, if Cody just needs a bit more adversity, then he's going to finish the real story. Now I know what these nerds sound like. Brooks Jensen just needs some more adversity. <sighs> so it's finished, I think. Or he's turned... Those. He's turning down everybody but Fallon. He's realised that it's him and Fallon forever. Oh, I don't... Because I think that's been dropped as well now. And nothing's been dropped. They're just making you wait. It's just that specialist story. As I wrote an article about Cody, the more important thing, it's like, even if this all does end, they've missed the feeling now of the belief mm. that the cool thing's going to happen. Because now the cool thing happens. Oh, it happens. Oh, that's a surprise. You don't get that all-important oh, belief and, oh, I'd love it if they did this. And I think they're going to. It's a very important feeling in wrestling, that that even if they do the ending, you don't think it's going to happen. Mm. Even if you think, oh, I might get a double blowjob out of this. <laughs> it's probably, you know, I'll take it when I see it. <laughs> Imagine the Cody Rhodes, like, finish the story T-shirts, but it's just him getting a double blowjob. <laughs> I finished the story. Finish the story all over. And now, just like Cody Rose, I don't got to choke the chicken no more. (laughs) (laughs) If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> J.D. McDonough versus Dragon Lee followed this. Uh, really enjoyable match. This as well, to be fair. Um, Dragon Lee's really good. Pass it on. Um, in, in amongst all the back and forth early on outcomes, Noam Dar uh, to distract, which allows JD to take control. Uh, he puts him in the tree of woe. Does that sliding drop kick of his, but Lee pulls himself up and JD crotches himself on the ring post. Oh, my bollocks. Um, <laughs> <Lee>. <laughs> Lee comes in with... He's the, ready for the main roster. <laughs> Lee comes in with forearms, hits a back body drop and an atomic slam and a clothesline over the top to take us to break when we come back. Um, Dragon Lee makes a comeback again. Uh, big tope. Um, leaps off the top, hits a coup de grace, basically, for a near fall. McDonough cuts him off, though. Hits the uh, DVD on the uh, ring apron. It's sucked, as always. They tease a count out. JD gets in at nine and... Dragon Lee gets in at, well, 9.999, basically. Um, Lee makes another comeback. Snapdragon, Poison Rana. Um, but again, McDonough cuts him off with this lariat that turns him inside out. They're trading back and forth. Uh, there's a Liger bomb for a near fall. They're perched on the uh, turnbuckles. Uh, there's a Spanish fly from JD McDonough. Brain buster for a great near fall. Um he uh, goes for his finish, the, uh, what's it called? Devil Inside, but he gets caught with a nice Canadian destroyer. Uh, but he spills to the outside, and as Dragon Lee goes outside and gets him, he gets involved with Noam Dar, hits him with a super kick, but that's allowed um, McDonough to recover. So he headbutts Lee, hits the Devil Inside, one, two, three. This was great. This was, this was a very, 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 very good 2019 match in which I had no emotional investment. If you did care about these characters or these people, you'd probably think it was pretty damn great. I love literally any old Canadian destroyer spot. I still like I'm a complete yeah. mark for it. Whenever I see it, I go, bloody hell, how do you do that? <laughs> that looked great. So um, my baseline is I am a Canadian destroyer apologist. Mm. I just am. When you build it in such a way that you can just improve on it or just do it in a more, it seems weird to say, more realistic. It can't ever be remotely realistic, but a, a tiny bit more plausible. I don't need it for my enjoyment, but I'll take it. Mm. A little bit of extra thought, and I thought they did this really well. <sighs> Hang on. God damn it. I'm not going to press the button. It's McDonough, but it was very, very, very good, that sequence. Yeah, there was a few sequences like that where they were shooting for Epic, and... They're never going to get it. No, that's it. Like, y you're just not. But I think it's at least bodes well for Dragon Lee's run, yeah. maybe. Because I, like... Got beat. <laughs> I predisposed to not really like McDonough. So I'm already... Typically, I'm watching these matches at a distance, and he every now and then has the ability to kind of draw you in. Mm. Um, and I, there was a number of sequences here where you could just tell they were really feeling it. And again, on another night in another roster, just in a totally different context. I don't know what that context is, but not this one. This might have felt more special, or it might have been, to Sidgwick's point, special four years ago and just can't be now. You know, Very little can I'm finding. It's wrestling is looking for that new 
futuristic and maybe hasn't found it yet. I don't know, but like, I don't know. Dragon Lee, I, he's it's he's had a weird start. Like, I'll concede that a defeat here and failing to win the title, stand and deliver, isn't exactly the hottest start. But he's been involved in some of the hottest stuff. Yeah, so they put him in a Heritage Cup thing, aren't they? Basically, ugh, it's just a freak. It's a Heritage Cup. Sounds like a housing company or something. Like, you know what just, I love about Dragon Lee matches? When they stop and start again. No, I like the flow. Yeah, I like the way they build it to where I lose my mind. I was kind of doing that with Madonna. In there. Mm. Good He's make, dead. Make him stop. Fight forever. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you have a match and t- some wrestlers in that style if you can't get a fight forever, Chanko? Or uh, that was awesome. Hopefully, it'll be awesome again when the rounds start. When the rounds renew. Mm. When the, another rounds. It's stupid. This company's stupid. It's fallen off a cliff as well. The power's gone. Well, Chance and Carter are. Because um, Cody can't keep winning. Even if WrestleMania XL happens and it's Cody versus Roman Reigns. Can't keep winning. Otherwise, he'll have to go to the title, the world heavyweight title. Because if he doesn't, it's a plot hole. If he does, and I'm finishing the story, he's constantly booking themselves in the corners. Yeah, the like animals I'm taking a uh, The way I've got the way I've got got <laughs> around. <laughs> I think you put it. Don't like that dirty language. Nice, <laughs> nice bit of wordplay. That. Uh, I use it in an article. <laughs> the way I've got around it now is he's winning money in the bank. To challenge Roman to finish the story at SummerSlam. What's the next? What's the next? See, see, still, there's still a chance. Uh, chance of Carter. They're doing their reversion of we're going to win the tag titles and oh, they're going to oh, awkward hug. Oh. Um, then uh, we're having a backstage meeting because <laughs> um, of course someone's Joe's got to go a little bit later. <laughs> Die. Uh, and uh, poor Roots, one tree. Yeah, yeah, uh, want him to win because obviously then they'll get a title match if he does. And Ava, she hasn't got a surname, she's the Rock's daughter. Um, <laughs> she says, um, one for them, one for you, sort of thing. I don't know what this is leading to, <laughs> but he had some twatty looking sunglasses on as well during yeah. this. Um, and then we get a, a sort of flashback to all the times that someone's been attacking people, whether it be Nikita Lyons or Wendy Chu or Sol Ruka. Who could it possibly be? Not Indy Hartwell anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> what are they going to do? Need a new payoff. I know because I'm not being funny, right? But if they all break their ACLs, <laughs> which seems to be an imminent possibility, then there can be no one who's doing it to them. We hit upon the one person that could be doing it who can't. Like, have an so ACL injury. Someone who hasn't signed at the performance centre yet? No, but somebody... Someone who, on their first day? Who is there all the time, but isn't going to risk getting an ACL injury as a result of playing a game. We ultimately. played the game yesterday. We landed on Mackenzie Mitchell. Ooh. Ooh. Always there, but never risking getting hurt. Well, my favourite thing, I was reading that, you know, they have the comments yeah. that they were streaming down the side of, like, people spell, who could it be? Oh, blah, 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 blah. oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's an old legend. Legend out for revenge against the new stars or whatever. One of the names that I saw thrown forward was Alexa Bliss. And I was like, why would you put that on screen? Yeah. It's not going to be Alexa Bliss, is it? I mean, she's get, if she's going to come back, I don't know what she wants to do right now, but she's going to come back. You're going to use her on the main roster because it's Alexa Bliss, right? You so can- the perverts can tie it to the fiend? Oh, for f- 
don't ruin our nice thing with that. So that um, an image the other day, and it's like you know, there's always that somebody will tweet it. It's like this actually happened. And you're like, no, it didn't. And it's like, this must be AI. No, it actually happened. This particular one was Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, at what year SummerSlam? Aye. I'm gonna. I'll take a punt at 2018. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but like the image was of, and this is from like four weeks ago, maybe five, was of the grey masked Uncle Howdy. Like attacking Bobby Lashley from behind, yeah, <laughs> and then Lashley getting the advantage back with KF. Like that on that side <laughs> down, and you got him in like broad daylight. It's like, what's happened to Howdy now? <laughs> He's more weathered. He looked like the spitting image puppet of John Major. Yeah. It's like, but I don't know why they put uh, like put those sorts of names out there. Have it have people say, oh, maybe it's you know maybe it's someone you wouldn't expect from from NXT. Don't put. Oh, maybe it's Trish Stratus. Create, not, is it? You're creating your own discourse yeah. and you're ruining it. Do you know what it reminded me of? When I used to work at a relatively small commercial radio station and they said, we're going to do a big big show, big show in the local area. Yeah. Who do you think we're going to book for this show? Live show. Yeah, and they, they, they opened the floodgates and they were like, oh, thanks to uh, Sarah who's texting saying, Katie Perry. Don't f***ing say Katie Perry. <laughs> She's not coming. You're not going to get her. You'll get the women's just got kicked off the X Factor. Idiots. Anyway. <laughs> they didn't get Katy Perry. Oh, no way. Who did they get? James Blunt. Oh. Nice bloke, by all accounts. And the Saturdays. Um, Joe Gacy versus Joe Coffey. Uh, the Battle of the Joes. Uh, I've just remembered the other thing from yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Do you want to tell him? Wilborn was... Love being involved. Well, this is why we're doing it now. Wilborn was reading through the Gallus members just with as little regard and respect <laughs> as you could possibly imagine. for you people, trying to book an eight, man? For people that we review, right? I suggested. Wilborn hated this. Like, <laughs> Me? Mr. Optimus? Yeah, oh yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. I said... I went... <laughs> maybe because there's four in the museum and the feed them with Gallus. Gallus will find... A female member of the NXT roster, and they'll do a four on four like you had with Chase U. Nikki Cross, because she's Scottish. There you go. That'll do. I went on the uh, alumni page and then ended up with Kyrie Sane, so yours is probably more feasible. So he was reading the names out. It's Gallus. He couldn't be asked. And it was like, Coffee, uh, Barry, <laughs> Coffee. And then I suggested that I'd be like a <laughs> James Bond. Like, Coffee, Barry, Barry Coffee. Coffee. And it's Gallus is like, This is your thing, rebadge. <laughs> Anything will do. Just like, I'm not doing him. Bond, it's English. <laughs> it's Can I coffee. get you a drink, Mr. Coffee? Paint. Oh. That's not really got the flourish of a shaken, not stirred, has it? <laughs> Paint poured. Bitter. <laughs> I know you are, but what do you want to drink? Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> they cut like the weapon specialist. We've got something new for you, Coffee Barry Coffee. What is it? <laughs> a fist. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like a pen that's also a camera. <laughs> this is a snooker cue. You can play snooker with it, or you can twat someone around the head with it. Sounds perfect. Sounds perfect. I like this technology, Lark. And like in the Bond films, there's always like a really elaborate point at which you can deploy it. Yeah. Like, Thank God I found myself in the exact situation where I need a parachute and a dagger at the same time. Yeah. It's like, perfect. I'm in a snooker hall. <laughs> Who would have thought this? <laughs> I'll twat someone with it. <laughs> Coffee, you sure that's the right one? They're all the f- <laughs> um, uh, Joe Coffey was 
quite high flying here. Yeah, a leaping shoulder tackle, belly to belly, gets him a two count. It's all a bit rough this for me. Um, Callis is terrible. Gacy hits a right hand and a back suplex for a for a near fall. Coffee comes off the topic as I said with a missile drop kick. Um, hits him with that Glasgow send off finish of his. He's got him beat, but. Robbie Fowler gets involved, puts his foot on the ropes. So, of course, the get him and Gallus get into it. Ava does the Eddie Guerrero spot, pretending like that she got hit. Um, and that distracts everyone to allow Gacy to hit that mint handspring stunner of his to get the victory. The day Eddie getting a title shot next week. It's what you wanted, isn't it? You think that WWE are trying to flirt with them to keep them from leaving? Not this way. Oh, sorry. I wanted them to lose so they could never get a title shot again as the dyad. Oh, what could they possibly become? The Grizzled Young Oh, God, mate. But this is better because next week, <laughs> the dyad lose, blame it on, and then beat him, you know, leave the stupid gym. And then Gallus are like, we've beaten bloody everybody. Who else is there? And then the murderers show back up. Kick their ass and beat them. It's just like it's the cactus chat reveals. Like, I think you know the guy. Just very carefully take the contact lens out. <laughs> oh, it's our Gibson. Thank God. But yeah, I want I want the, the conspicuous by their absence. They're keeping them in the back so that. Yeah, I'm telling you. Sure, yeah. sure. Title defense next week. Oh, there's a pay per view coming up. You're ill. <laughs> I wonder if there could be a title match for a certain mob duo. It uh, literally just murdered team so badly they had to move hey, the main roster. This that's not too far fetched. Danny Palmer, she's got a debut match tonight. She's warming up when uh, Hank and Tank show up. <laughs> Get really jazzed for her. That's lovely. And, uh, and they're like, "Here, Oberfemi, do you want to come and watch with us?" And he just walks straight past them. Doesn't want to hang out with those bloody losers. <laughs> uh, Eddie Thorpe's getting interviewed in the PC. Um, He's been working on his lateral side-to-side movements. Um, on his ACL. <laughs> Damon Kemp comes in and says... Oh, he does that work. <laughs> He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be all right. Damon Kemp comes in and says... He actually has a background in wrestling training. <laughs> Chuck this away from me. performance centre. Uh, and Eddie's like, piss off. Um, and uh, they're all like, he's like, it's not funny. And uh, David Kemp says, yeah, the funny thing is, you think you could hang in the ring with me, boy? Oh, God, he's the worst. <laughs> and Eddie Thorpe's, I'm going to kick the sh- out of this twat. I hope he does. <laughs> he's an unrelenting arsehole, Damon Kemp, isn't he? Is he good at being a heel? Or I do I just hate him? I don't know, because I quite like the weak men with the creeps. It's like, oh, God, no, I don't like being in front of him. Yeah. There's nobody worse to be embarrassed yeah. in front of than him. Is he good at what he does? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Danny Palmer had a debut match against Tatum Paxley. Uh, obviously, good friends with Sol Ruka, and they have similar sort of in-ring styles, really fun, high-flying stuff, leaping back elbows, a leaping double knee, a neck breaker, flipping suplex, uh, and a big frog splash to get the victory. Um, I thought she looked good here. I thought she looked like an athlete. Mm. There's no real wrestling to sink your teeth into. All good for the gifts, isn't it? It's just more gift stuff. It's, it's, I just find it ridiculous. They're not training wrestlers, and they're not even training athletes because they're all tearing their ACLs. It's getting a bit ridiculous. This backflip in our entrance. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> save like, that. Well, save it. And like, <coughs> they're just building athletes who are very prone to injury. Does that? What does that say? Is every single woman who passes through that system more prone to it than most? than any set of wrestlers ever, 
or is there questions to be had about the way they're training? Did you see that MP4 that Sol Ruka uploaded? I think this was her own doing, in fairness, on Twitter. It, like, it looked so much more painful than literally anything she's done in a wrestling ring. She does a front flip, a standing front flip, and lands on one of her feet. What? And I just, I, I, just, I felt, and it hurt my knee watching it. <laughs> like maybe it would be better if you learned how to, like, really properly wrestle in a better school. And your stuff hurt, look like it hurt more than these things that you're doing to yourself, more than your exercises look more painful than the, your wrestling work. That's That's wrong. I don't, obviously, I'm a big Kenny Omega guy. Love Lucha. The Young Bucks are my favorite tag team of all time. I'm not being dickhead, purist, old school arsehole here. Mm. But there's a limit to what you should and shouldn't be doing, I think. I'll be a This bit. match, on its own merits, looking at Saul Rooker out of it, she looks like a good athlete. And that's really all I got from it. Well, like, I'll be a little bit dickhead, purist, arsehole about it because a lot of these are set up for the gifts, for the kind of like, oh, she did that and all the rest of it. Like, typically, for any of these athletic spots to really come off, it requires an ungodly amount of cooperation. So you take if you're trying to invest in them as wrestlers, you're completely taken out of the high spot because you're watching the opponent, say, like, run from one corner to the other to catch up, mm. to be in the perfect position. <clears throat> I'll give Sol Ruka this. What she's, like, hit upon with the Soul Snatcher, like, get well soon and all that, is that you were starting to see that kind of RKO. Oh, she can hit that. They're coming up with creative ways that she could seemingly mm. hit it from nowhere, even though it's so convoluted in its nature that you can't. And over time, you were going to see that wrestler has to be in position A, B, C, or D. That has to be it. But they're kind of getting creative in how the opponent arrives there. There were spots in this match where, again, like you might as well have put like a, a red X on the floor in tape, like on a film set, where the mm. thing you could be just to be in place for Mark. Danny. There's your mark. Yeah, for Danny Palmer's next <laughs> bit. And that like... That renders the whole thing, this very risky process, totally pointless. It's a similar thing to, I had a big rant about Tony Khan. Like, oh, he looks great, and he looks great. Let's put Commander and Vikingo on t television within weeks of each other, when one of them is just obviously outclassing the other right now, and it can't, feel like it, it can't help but feel like a diminished return. It's the same as so many of these NIL athletes making their way onto NXT TV. Like, Ruka looks a better athlete than Palmer, so it's just, it's a variety show, it's a failure. And you're damning your talent with the comparison mm. that people are always going to make. Anyway, now it's time to go to Chase, but Professor Chase is late. Thea Hale's freaking out. Uh, and she gets a notification that the class has had to be cancelled because Andre's still recovering from the ass-whooping he got from Ron Breaker recently. Um, and then Duke Hudson, who could see this coming, hijacks Chase U. He says, you know what, bollocks, I'll teach the class today. Uh, he's going to do a lesson on the WWE draft. And someone puts their hand in the air and you think they're going to get a whole effing and jeffing. But Duke, he's, he's playing to the crowd no pop quiz. In fact, hold up your papers. Now rip it in half. No more pop quizzes. This isn't Chase U. This is Duke University. It's got a good ring to it. Everybody instantly started going, Duke U, Duke U, Duke U. So I worry about the standard of excellence at this university anyway because they're thick as mints at this lot. Like, it took one thing. And I love the delivery of... Like, no more pop quizzes, as if he was, like, aping a really famous catchphrase. 
he delivered that line as if it was like beat for beat, a parody of something. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Just like, this is the bit at the end of this script. <laughs> I kind of love this. I, like, again, what is the point of Chase U? The university. Of huh? wrestling. For what purpose, though? To train people to become more knowledgeable about knowledgeable wrestling. Knowledgeable about wrestling, yeah. That's how, that's how we can bring, um, what's her name in? Who's going to tag with Gallus? Nikki Cross. Yeah, because she's just handed her, uh, and she just handed like a thesis Yeah, or she wrote a thesis in. on women's wrestling. Oh. Probably to chase you, if anything. But now it's getting marked at Duke, so it's just been torn up. Oh, God. That was the test, and you passed. I spent three years on that. <laughs> My limited understanding of the, the USA educational system is that you can't ask if there's going to be a pop quiz. You're just told. Mm. Surprise. How much have you been paying attention in class? Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, asshole. (laughs) How much attention have you been paying in class? Because you sound awful, don't they? We never had them. I never had a pop quiz. She probably maybe should have. Maybe. Mentally sharpened me Mm. in aspects of education I just wasn't good at. Mm. So I take it there's not going to be a pop quiz today because I was expecting one. What? Can someone, you know, fill me in on this? Because my understanding of a pop quiz is that, oh, no, got caught out by the pop quiz. Maybe it's one of two things. Maybe Andre Chase literally does a pop quiz every single week, therefore it's not a pop quiz. Yeah. Or, it's about quiz about pops. This is what I was about to say. Maybe because it's Chase U, every, every time he does a quiz, he just goes, Or because it's about a wrestling university, it's a quiz about what are the biggest pops in wrestling. Mm. Kikuchi. Um, I Easy. Need Past. a bit of your help with valedictorian. With what came next? Because um, <laughs> free agent Von Wagner. Well, <sighs> what's what was this? Well, first of all, there was they were looking through some photos. Him and, and, and Robert Stone. They're looking through the the Wagner family photo album, and they look at a tag team called the Beverly Brothers. And for the life of me, I couldn't remember what their theme song went like. Any ideas? <laughs> 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 the, the, the synergy of the Wembley Stadium stuff was fantastic. Yeah, that was great. Like, so much land Wembley. That out for a week. <laughs> you know when the pre-sales going on? Um, they don't, man. Nobody knows out down there. It's like the Truman Show. They all think NXT's a shoot. Yes. So Robert Stone's like. Von, you're a free agent. That means you can go to either brand. But then they keep going through the... And he's like, what's what's that? Von's like, nothing. Don't worry about it. And it's it's a childhood picture of Von Wagner in a yeah. hospital or something. with he, He's undergoing some sort of medical procedure. Uh, and Stone's like, no, no, no. What that... You know, that's interesting. What's, what's that? And Von doesn't want to go anywhere near it. Makes his excuses and, and leaves. What's going on here? Well, I don't know. Like the poor blighter, like almost didn't make it past being an infant. Can't do a bit, even all these years later, about a child that underwent that. Mm. Yeah, it see like how it plays out. It appears like he's had some very serious operation on his on his brain, yeah. his head. So the fact that he can explain it all is because he was given a brain that literally knows it all. So that would explain that at least. And all along this was, I want to like get inside you. I want to know what's under the skin. <laughs> and they were showing us all along without telling us. What is he with then, NXT recently going, all right, I'll just use some real life trauma. 
like the J- the Gigi Dolin stuff and this. I don't know. It's it just feels weird. This weird sort of funhouse thing we got going on, and they're just like, no, this really happened. Serious stuff to this person. This person. You're like what? I can't. It's so jarring. Yeah, I don't There's know what a fucking bird person flying around, <laughs> and you can't. I don't know. I find it really difficult to. Th- right. The thing is, Von Wagner's probably never going to be like the guy or anything, but this could be an extremely effective baby face turn. Like nothing can be sh- extremely effective in NXT. Let's not use hyperbole. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be a good babyface turn for Von Wagner, but the matches just don't back it up. The work never will. Like Dijak could take the piss out of him. Uh, yeah, Von, I'm wearing my sunglasses again. Always stating the bloody obvious, and then Mister Stone's like, "Yeah, I know why. Just had this very serious procedure when he was younger, and it kind of makes him do that." But he's don't test him. He's dangerous. And all of a sudden, he's like a sympathetic ass kicker. But I just, the match will be. The match will be the match. Two stars. Right, he's only been in the business for about two years. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. All the time in the world has won. Uh, then the other title match between the team. Nobody obviously. has lived that long, Sid. <laughs> Sorry. This is the one team obviously going up to the main roster um, against another team <laughs> going up to the main roster. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. <laughs> Wilborn nailed the fantasy booking yesterday. What is it? Well, I, we were we I booked. Uh, well, both of these teams go to the main roster, so neither of them can be NXT Women's Tag Team Champions anymore. If only there was a team who could, you know, let bygones be bygones for one more ride at those NXT Tag Titles. I'm talking about Keanu James and Fal Henley, of course. Okay. I, I'm dra- grabbing anything. Yeah, yeah, they are going to. This would be terrible. Because this was the golden opportunity put over a team that's going to stay there if everything's going to remain the same. Do they? How stupid are they? Are they stupid? That's the question. What kind of stupid are you, WWE? <laughs> yeah. Are you stupid enough to debut your NXT tag team champions on a main roster show only for them to have to go back to NXT and just quietly lose it at some point, which just completely undermines the launch of this new act? They're that kind of stupid, especially when they had an opportunity to do that before the main roster audience can just receive them anew. Or they're stupid enough to rename the NXT tag team titles, the SmackDown women's tag team titles, and you can have a raw pair, whichever way around the brands are. If you need two sets of a title when they don't care about the one, it's what kind of stupid is it? I don't mm. know. Do you think they're going to move away from Raw and SmackDown and they're going to have like the branding again, like from the old brand split, but they're getting it all wrong because it'll be like, Oh, there, so they're the world heavyweight tag titles, and they're the undisputed tag titles that are also disputed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but undisputed is like the second word. So it's like, yeah, that. Maybe they'll do that, yeah. No and that'll idea. save, they're like... they do another belt swap with Rhea Ripley and... I, I know. I'm dreading not. I'm absolutely well, dreading well, What can they do then? I, I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to do... Uh, uh, all right, Raw's got the world heavyweight women's championship. And got new belts. Going to need to take that coloured bit of leather out that's blue and the other one that's red. Yeah. And, yeah. So it just it's this, it was like as parents, I assume it's like when you're concentrating on like well, get one kid ready for school or whatever, and you turn around and the other one's just like covered in yogurt or something. Where it's like you're so close to just right unify the the men's tag titles, then you've got one set of belts there that can be go across both shows. That's fine. I give them the penny belts for all I care or whatever. 
And you got Roman, and you just need to drop that to Cody and then split them off, and then you've got a world title on each show, and then you've got, wait a second, what's going on over here? We've got two lots of women's tag titles now, apparently, on the main roster. The red title for the women's on the blue show, the blue titles on the red. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's just the ridiculous. It's terrible. Mm. And I honestly think less of you for, like, going mad the power's back. Honestly, man, they're pathetic. <laughs> Great when the power's back, then it? it is great. It is <laughs> now it feels awesome. as good in the world as when the power's back. Uh, so it's Isla Dawn and Alba Fire versus Caden Carr and Katana Chance. Uh, Alba and Isla attack before the bell, chuck them to the outside. There's a big brawl. Katana jumps over everyone onto the champions. Um, and they get into it. And this was really good fun as well. Um, Katana Chance makes a comeback, uh, tags Carter, and they hit that great uh, moonsault leg drop combo finisher for a two count. Uh, there's a double Spanish fly from the both of them. Um, Chance leaps over, hits Isla with a crossbody. Uh, oh, and the the finish is yeah. Chance they're setting up for another another um, finisher. Leaps over, crossbodies Isla Dawn, goes to um, Rana Alba Fire, who stops and just swings Katana Chance into Kate Caden Carter. Um, Isla Dawn tags in, and they do that gory bomb downward spiral combo thing. Or the one, two, three. Yeah, they talk about the women's tag titles going to SmackDown. Um, but yeah, this another really enjoyable title match on this show, I thought. A really good bit of business, this. I thought um, it's so stupid that... We, we know it's stupid, because of course it's a stupid show. But these particular characters, with all of the corruption and all of the magic powers and all of the goo, um, rendered even more redundant when you get matches of this standard. Like... They were better here because they were the better women. They had more about them. They had more double team moves. They had better counters. They had better ring awareness. And it didn't matter that at various points they've used magic powers to set things randomly on fire or indeed announce their challenges in fire, whatever it may be. Right to the point where I loved how the high spots on both teams, actually, to be fair, but especially for, um, like, because Chance and Carter have kind of become like, oh, we'll catch you out with the high spot. So the corrupted duo, all of their high spots were quite opportunistic. Mm. Right, including that like finish. It's like, how would you stop? It was Caden Carter, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Getting back in the ring with a dive. One of the more purposeful dives I think you'll see in wrestling all week, and you'll see 40 dives. She looked like she was scrambling for an idea in yeah. the match, but without being lost. This'll do. Like, And there was loads of those cutoffs. Like a good bit of business that does kind of remind you why as much fun as we have with these characters, it's... It's at the expense of their development. Yeah. And yeah, in terms of work, Alba Fire is going to be absolutely fine on the main roster. She's brilliant. She's been ready for it for ages. Mm-hmm. And just, this was just a reminder of it. I thought it was a really enjoyable title match. Yes, it's good. It's just very, very, well, not very, very strong. It was a strong title match. But again, everyone's just going to think, like these performers, this has been the, the same song, the same refrain for years and years and years. You just get so profoundly failed that ultimately the bumps they take... The, the things they do in these matches to make it seem halfway realistic or as realistic as things can be in the unrealistic context that is pro wrestling, immaterial. Because all you're going to think about was, shouldn't have booked this. It was, this is stupid. It just, Why I, is she yelling like a witch? It, Why is she doing wicker? It was the bit where uh, they sort of seemingly fixed it on SmackDown. You're like, you've pulled up the women's tag champs, oh, you're going to put them against Chance and Carter and they're going to drop them on Tuesday because it all doesn't really kick in until after Backlash. And then on Monday they go, we want Chance and Carter. What? We'll book another tag team in yeah. it then. Keep going until you get a tag team that hasn't been called up to the main roster. 
Uh, anyway, Dijak's backstage. Uh, he told Ilya, he warned him not to show up, and he did. Now he's got smashed ribs. Uh, he looked helpless under that door, but he did leave a piece to destroy next week. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to break Ilya next week. And let's hope that match, I suppose in the words of Ilya Dragunov, is... <laughs> Very entertaining. Might be. Yeah, I really like Dijak in NXT, I've got to say. Yeah. yeah. He's still a loser. Kicks ass. Where he fits. Yeah, he fits in a loser world. Um, Trick Williams is uh, is on his phone, leaving the show, walking into the parking lot, careful. Um, and then he sees Apollo Crews. Sige, hang on, let me just go to this advert. Picking on between 1 and 19. 18. Oh, the, for, the, for the last time on this. 18. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, and there was just a nice exchange here uh, where Trick got put over by Apollo Crews. Sees a lot in him. Look, you know, Melo's the champ right now, but, uh, you know, you'll get the spotlight eventually. Uh, a lot of people wish they had what you have. I don't mean, I'm not going to even do the gimmick, but I do mean, folks, where's the lie? He's got everything, like you say, in terms of potential Trick Williams. Uh, good training school. And there's a nice <laughs> show of respect. Lovely, this. Yeah, good segment. It's just funny. Apollo Crews, like, oh, like, he's Colleagues in the scene, it's been a while. Oh, wait, but what have you been up to? Oh, yeah, I went down NXT. Oh, you just sharpened up your drills and that. Nah, I realised I could see into the future and got pink eye. So, bye, Apollo. Uh, hang on, you can see into the future? That's literally an earth-shattering <laughs> development. Destroys our perception of everything. So you, you must have prevented... So you won the title, then? Nah, Fifty-fifty in some programs. <laughs> I beat. Uh, got beat off Dabba Kato, did I? Aye. Yeah, I got beat off Dabba. I failed to win the big one against Bron Breaker. I'm fishing. <laughs> Went to a calf. Found a nice calf. It's a really nice calf down there. Lost to Bron, but I mean, to be fair to me, two weeks ago I knew that was going to happen. So that's <laughs> the real quiz. Is knowing that you're going to lose. Yeah, he should turn up. In wasn't disappointed. Should yeah. turn up in a gold calf. Been gambling on all my matches because I know what the results going to be. <laughs> I've never won. Got this sports almanac, actually. <laughs> I'm not a wrestler anymore. They fired me. Look at my big car. I gambled on getting fired. <laughs> I'd like to place $100 on me being released, please. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, right, main event time, sort of. Uh, Indy Hartwell, NXT Women's Champion, comes out. Gets a lovely You Deserve It chant. Uh, talks about it being 1,000... Broken ankle. 1,330 days since she stepped into the Performance Center. Uh, talks about being a fan of black and gold. Talks about all the people who made this division, what it is today, and helped make this title she's holding one of the most important in WWE. Uh, no one ever thought she could do it. They counted her out and doubted her until she found the way. Uh, Johnny. Sige, that was the stable they were in? Yeah. Johnny, Candice, Austin, and Sexy Dexy. Um, 9.5-inch cag. <laughs> <laughs> she got married in the ring with no interruptions. Well, there's one interruption because he had to pull out that axe, if you remember. Uh, she couldn't believe it, just like she couldn't believe winning the title at Stand and Deliver. Uh, a lot of people say they want to be a fighting champion, but they can't prove it. Last week she did. She had a high ankle strain. She was sitting in the back watching this title match finish, and she said, hell no, walked out there and finished, and then came Friday. She got drafted to Raw. Um, it's been a few days. She still can't believe it. Um, but right now, the most, in thing, most important thing, just like when she was 23, is NXT in this title. There's going to be a tournament um, starting for a new champion. That is going to culminate at... Uh, Battleground. 
one more. Um, like, sounds like Tony D. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's got one more thing to say. It's a quote she lives by. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Didn't invent that in the art world. Claim that as yours. It's a really good phrase. It's like the elephant in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Judgment Daisy. Oh, that's a cow. What's the elephant called? (laughs) (laughs) The elephant. Nelly. Oh, Nelly, yeah. Yeah, Nelly. Uh, So she leaves the title behind and she's like, the only bloody thing all the weekend now is I get his (laughs) ring. And uh, she's all struggling because she's got her crutches and what have you. And I'm a sucker, man. And Dexter slides out from underneath this door. And I'm like, go on, you two, you crazy kids. Uh, and he picks her up and he carries her out to the back. And she puts her thumb up. And that's the last we see of her. And then Tiffany Strand gets the NXT title. And I'm like, just grab it. And that's it. But here comes Corey J. Big brawl. All the women are out there. And that's how the show goes off the air. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing a snog tweet when what casuals meant to think of the way (laughs) when they're just on raw. Yeah. Just like, it's a thing right now. Yeah. She believed all this, which was nice. Fair play to her. Yeah. This was quite nice. Yeah. Like, yeah, just nice. Rare that it'd be nice like this for an NXT wrestler, especially, but she had enough of a story to tell and it felt real. And the Dexter Loomis thing has connected with enough people that they were able to give us something that was rooted in a storyline and rooted in the character's history. And her TV debut, I was writing the news on this morning, I wouldn't have just been able to pluck this one from thin air. Her TV debut in NXT was in that battle royal where they hid all the time she was protecting Candice LeRae. My God, I remember it, Remember mate. that? Yeah, you were going mad. It's still good. Yeah. So I thought about what they can do in three weeks' time. That makes it good. You're only saying that because you were paranoid about dynamite falling off a cliff at the time. And now but, it has! Yeah. <laughs> so I was right. More on that later. So, but the point I was making was, so her, despite all of NXT's changes, her line has been quite a straight one. Mm. All things considered. And, you know, that's how, they can, that's how they can make this nice. Yeah, lovely stuff. And uh, best looked her on the main roster. The belt fight was stupid. Oh, everything's stupid. I just really hope it's, it's NXT. Everything is stupid. Just the first person who touches the title stupid. should be the person who wins it in this tournament. By God, it has to be Tiffany Stratton. It worked well in the tournament. Should have been in the. If you knew she was going to get called up, and she's got injured in that match. I didn't know she was going to get called up. Well, but she got injured three weeks ago. Last week, the match. Put it on Tiffany. Anyway, I'm going to keep banging this drum until she finally wins the big Still one. don't think the new. No, granted, no. yeah. That was a whole three days before the draft. Yeah. So there we have it. Uh, this week's uh, NXT review in the books. Yay! I wasn't expecting you because you weren't <coughs> on the show. Because usually, through some incredible timing and organization, yeah. you usually pop in the second that your name is mentioned for the last time of the review. Mm. And uh, I've been laying low a little bit this week on the old uh, moider that we did last week. You're off, well, the no, you're, you're off the hook. Huh? Uh, Pretty Deadly posted a video on their TikTok or Twitter or whatever where they're both like coughing up um, lake water because they've survived. Oh, God, they're going to be coming back to NXT to get me and Tony D. What did he do, like? Nothing, but, you know. And, and they're not, like. Huh? Well, they're deemed better than you by your own bosses because they got drafted to the main roster. <laughs> well, see how that one plays out, huh? 
Zidj, what's the deal with university? University is um, an educational institution <laughs> by choice. Um, like most things in life, it's broken. It's prohibitively expensive. But should you wish to um, dedicate your life to, at least in the UK, one field of study, where I want a career in this, I want to really get as good as I possibly can at it, get credentials, get skills, then you'll go to university at ridiculous expense, spend about three years there, or maybe a few more if you want a postgraduate degree or a doctorate, and really become um, the best, in theory anyway, doesn't always work like this, depends on the field and the institution, the very best you can possibly be. That's a selling point of university anyway, so that's the deal with university. Well, just interesting, I've seen, you know, uh, Chase U got taken over this week. Uh, Hamlet, how do you get into university? I don't know, Stax. How do you get to university? <laughs> Through the door, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> three questions, three jokes for you, Sidge. Don't worry about this one. It's going to sound bad, but it's not too bad, okay? You're not the very good judge of character, though, for things. <laughs> Question joke number one. Where did Jesus go to college? I have to know, but there's probably an 80s teen movie about this somewhere. <laughs> right, let's... Uh, there's, is there a Salem University? Jerusalem. Oh, that's not bad. Um, what are the other Jesus places? Bethlehem. Nazareth. Nazareth, Bethlehem. He said he did a cross. Lacrosse? He played lacrosse. <laughs> Can we answer a different question? <laughs> that? that's what Hook did, didn't he? He was a lacrosse yeah, guy in Foley. college. Yeah. Mick Foley. He didn't wear a cup. And, why Long Island loves its lacrosse, it would seem. Yeah. Um, Joseph Christ Christian uh, Don't know Stark Where did Jesus go to college? Keys in the question Didn't say the word I said before Bless you ah, uh, Bless you Like chase you What do you think of chase you? I like, I like that That guy's moxie Question joke number two. Picture this, Hamlet. <laughs> what do you call a hot dog in university? Picture that, a hot dog in university. Uh, ketchup mustard. I'm just yeah, that word I was thinking ketchup, ketchup cut, mustard. Cut the mustard. Frankfurter. Bratwurst. What was the setup punchline? What do you call, <laughs> what do you call a hot dog in university? A fratwurst. A fratwurst! Good work, guys. Final question for you. Final joke for you, Sigi. Why couldn't the little mermaid get into university? Because she was a fish. No, it's good. It's not right. Why couldn't the little mermaid get into university? Because her GPA was under DC. See you later. The way I goddamn tell him. Bye, Stacks. I don't. I get it. Because it's like four point oh. What does under the C got to do with this? I think it's like he needs a C grade or whatever. But he's yeah, for the joke ah, C. I yeah. get ah, yeah. For the joke to work, Stacks really should have laid out the UCAS points required for that entry <laughs> level <laughs> university first. Yeah, under the C. Yeah. I, I'm an idiot. I right. think it's good. I've ruined that. Matt Striker. Now you got that one the other day, didn't you? Yeah, the, <laughs> the name made me recoil. Him and Matt Hardy. Oh. 
More on him on the Dynamite preview coming your way a little bit later on today. No! <laughs> no! No! Yeah. People could be very excited. You know, they could be thinking about listening to the Dynamite preview and then they probably think, No! 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 <laughs> what a hack. We'll talk about that on the Dynamite preview coming your way a little bit later on today. But this has been the NXT review. My thanks to the Dudley Boys. Uh, who you can follow on Twitter. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. As I said, including the Dynamite preview coming your way a little bit later on today. But for now, this has been the NXT review. My thanks to the Dadly Boys, to Stax, to Judgment Daisy, to Nelly. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 